what's up guys and welcome back to the full football sports show hopefully you guys are having a great morning so far and then have a great rest of your day as well whenever you guys are watching this um so thank you guys for being here thank you guys for listening to today's episode uh it's not very long at all it's probably like four things five things so Uh, it's just mainly NFL topics and an NBA topic, uh, not, not too much here, so. So, but let's get into the episode. So the first thing here for today is Jalen Hurts is reportedly working, or is reportedly expected to gather some Eagles receivers for workouts. Now, I don't know, a little side note here, what I want to say is, I don't know if this is a sign of, you know, Carson Wentz to be benched or traded or released or whatever for Jalen Hurts to be the starter. I don't know if this is a hint towards that at all. Um, it, it might not be. It, it might just be him. To, you know, it might just be something as simple as he wants to prepare in case. Like, maybe he wasn't told straight up, like, hey, you know, I am going to be, you know, maybe he wasn't straight up told that, hey, I'm going to, you know, by the Eagles, hey, maybe I'm, you know, you might potentially be the starter, you know, do whatever you got to do, basically, to get, you know, ready for the season, just, you know, get ready for a new season, just in case, or, you know, start preparing just in case. And, you know, that could be why this happened. Or it could just be something as simple as, like I said, just building chemistry. It could be something, it could boil down to something as simple as that. And so, you don't really ever know till it happens. I mean, and then once it does happen, it'll connect the dots as to why. And it could just be something as simple as, like I said, chemistry, you know. Or just him wanting to do it, taking leadership, you know. So, but it goes on to talk about Carson Wentz remaining the Eagles quarterback and Eagles starter for now, surrounding surrounding his, you know, his his uh, his story here as it unfolds. Jalen Hurts ready for the season by, you know, do, you know, try to get some teammates together. So it goes into a further explanation that Jalen will gather with a group of younger Eagles receivers in Texas at some point in the next month to kickstart offseason workouts. It's no surprise that a QB would get together with some pass catchers in the offseason. Signal callers around the country will do so at points the spring and summer. Wentz himself has done it, has done so in the past. Brady has also done it. Uh, he'll do it a lot for, you know, he'll stay after practices and whatnot you know, before the season even starts. So, um, again, it's really no surprise. He'll do this, you know, whenever, just to get some, you know, some practice reps and some preparation in there because, you know, that's what you need. So, again, there is still uncertainty surrounding quarterback Eagles 
Eagles quarterback, excuse me, Jason, uh, can't speak, Carson Wentz. We still don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, we, we really don't know. I'd love to see. I don't know what I would love to see, honestly. Do I want to see Jalen Hurts starter or Carson Wentz starter? I really don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting to say. I, I like Jalen Hurts' preparation. Uh, he knows what's going on, obviously. At least I would assume he'd have to know. And so with that in mind, I like his leadership, take, you know, his taking over leadership and whatnot to, you know, potentially start the season. So not really a whole lot else to talk about here with the article anyway. And I don't really have anything else to add. So that will do that for that. Matthew Stafford. This is also Matthew Stafford on his trade to the Rams. I asked to go to a, uh, I quote, asked to go to a team that was ready to win a championship, end quote. And I believe he should be allowed to do that. A lot of he, you know, unlike everything you do, you're going to get hate. And with this, he's going to get hate. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I think he should be allowed to do this. I think he should be allowed to, you know, uh, you might think I'm crazy. He's with this Lions team. They don't, they can't do anything. You know, they're, they're I would say their fir first couple seasons with Matt Patricia as head coach would look, you know, looked, we're not, not first couple. Uh, I think it was about, not this past season. I think it was the 20, what was it? 2017, 2018. When Detroit actually had a somewhat decent record and not not too shabby, and they they weren't playing half bad either. That was I'm trying to think what year that was. They beat the Patriots that year. Um, not even 2018, 20. No, I don't remember exactly what year. I think it was a couple years ago now, but. But yeah, I mean, he's never really had a shot at a championship. He's played for the trash other, well, for pretty much a solid trash team. Like a pretty, pretty trash team for a pretty long time. I think he has all the right in the world to want to go win one at least one championship. You know, he, he, I think he, I think we're allowed to give him the break, and I think we're allowed to give him the opportunity to want to leave. I don't think he should have to, you know, keep keep trying to bring one to Detroit. It's not happening anytime soon. I tell you that right now. You know, I, I think he's given, I think he has the right to, you know, want to have a championship contending team. I and mean, this is the first team that he's ever really been on that's been close to contending. You know, he's never really been on a team that's contending like, and yeah, granted, they haven't made this. They made that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53. They're still technically contenders. I mean, 
They're still able to make it playoffs. They're still able to make the playoffs consistently. They're able to make consistent deep runs. They just can't get the job done. You know, they never really had the quarterback. Well, they've had the quarterback and Jared Goff. He just, I think, would also kind of push them to trade Goff, if you want me to be honest with you, is the fact that he gets hurt. He seems to get hurt when you need him the most. It's like this past playoffs. Goes down, you know, they don't have him play, you know, they don't have him for the playoffs. He goes down. The one time, you know, the, the only the only reason why he does play is because John Wolford gets hurt. And golf is still playing. And he was already, he was already confirmed to be able to play. He was already allowed to play legally, but, you know, eligibly, but he was still technically hurt. And so he was just able to play. So I just think, I mean, I just don't think golf was the guy. I think basically what I'm trying to say is I think he kind of chokes a little bit. I mean, he's a good quarterback. He just has this thing where he'll play solid all game. You know, a lot of games where he's 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 so bad the entire game, can't do anything. And then you have these games where he's unstoppable, but then when it needs him, but then when you need him the most, you know, the rest of the game don't matter. But when you need him the most is what matters. And he'll play good the entire game, but when it comes down to, you know, what essentially makes up the game, the rest of that stuff all of a sudden doesn't matter. That one play does. And he just doesn't seem to be able to get it done then. And I just don't think, and, you know, that seems to be the way it went this entire, you know, this entire, you know, uh, playoff run. They didn't really have a guy to just go out there and get it done like once and, or like golf, my bad. And so, you know, obviously Stafford have been in the league a little bit longer and, you know, maybe they're looking for that new leadership type of role in a quarterback and, I think they could get that out of Stafford. I think, you know, and we, we can't really say, oh, Stafford, like, Stafford's going to get it done, like, over golf. We really can't say it like that. Like, we, I don't really think we'd be giving him a fair shot. I don't think we can say that. I think we have to see what he can do because he's never been in this situation, right? He's never been on a team that's been in the Super Bowl, and he's never been on a team that's technically contending. He's always been on a team that's expected to win five or six games. You know, like, they just, he's never really been given the chance. I think we give him the chance. We'll, we'll see if they at least make the playoffs still. And if they do, I think that answers some of our questions. And if they go further, if they can continue to consistently do what they do with the new quarterback, then I think we can say that Stafford's got a pretty good shot. We just can't, you know, and we can't expect it all this season, but we can expect it, you know, the next couple of years um, for, you know, to see if it was worth it or not. You can't just all, you can't just say, oh, we missed the playoffs. It was a bad trade. I don't think you can argue that in the first season unless it was absolutely just completely a bombshell of a season. Like, I, like, 
if it's a if it's an abomination of a season, if it's that bad, I think then we can say because at least golf didn't do that. Um, then we could probably say that you know Stafford just isn't there anymore either. And I'm not saying Stafford can't do it. I'm just saying we could completely say that that's true. If you know, we could probably say not completely true, but we could say it's like half true. If it's completely abomination of the season. Now, if it's not all his fault, though, if it's not because of, like, if it's not because of Stafford, if it's, you know, other reasons that are, that, you know, aren't just his mistakes, then yeah, obviously no. But if he's just doing stupid shit or doing whatever, you know, to completely toss these games away, then yeah, we could say that, but. I just think other than that, you know, obviously there's always more than just the quarterback. But, yeah, I, I think we just wait and see what what happens here. Because I would love to see Stafford be able to shut a hell of a lot of people up. Like, oh, you know, people have been saying over the years, oh, you know, he, he's a decent, you know, mediocre quarterback, can't get to the playoffs. He's on, a, he's on a team that's essentially limiting his potential. We don't know what he can do because he's never been on a championship team or, you know, a championship caliber team. We, he's never been given the chance to see what he can do in the big moments because he's never been in one. And that, and these are also, this is also a completely different coaching staff. If you want me to be honest, I'm not saying Matt Patricia is bad, a bad coach. I think he's a bad head coach. I don't think he's a bad defensive coach, though, like he was through New England. I think he's better off sticking to being an assistant or just a coordinator. I think he should just stick to what he was doing with New in New England. I think he should stick to those types of jobs. Um, but if you want me to be honest, like this is also a lot more of a professional. You know, with Stafford going to the Rams, this is more of a of a professional front office. You know, when it comes to you know when it comes to the Rams, they're more set up. They're more experienced, and not even just experienced. They're more aware of the game, and they just they have a lot more knowledge when it comes to that front office, when it comes to those front office duties, and when it comes to the game itself and the preparation, the approach. They just have all of that is just better than what Detroit was. And if I'm going to be honest, I think Stafford – might, you know, will actually do really well. I, I'm expecting him not to go off this complete season, like not completely just show out, but like, and possibly win MVP. Ooh, that could be a hot take. MVP season, Matthew Stafford, question mark? Who knows? Hey, maybe. Maybe, like I said, we've never really, we know he's never been given the chance. He's never been on a team... That's as explosive as this Ram team is. A lot of people are going to say, hey, Anthony, what are you saying? They're not explosive. I mean, you're right. They're not explosive as they were during the, you know, during the, during the 2019, during the 2018, 2019 season, where they made it to 50, Super Bowl 53. You're right. They're not that explosive anymore. But they could still be explosive. They're still putting up. They're still averaging right around 30 points a game. You know. So. 
you know, 25-ish, mid-20s to, to early 30s, to early 30-ish points a game is where they're headed, is where they're leaning at right now. Um, and if you want me to be honest, I don't think if that, I think that if that drops this season, which it might, there's probably a pretty solid chance. I mean, that is kind of hard to consistently do. If you want me to be honest, I don't think stuff like that will matter. You know, I don't think we can base those types of things on Matthew Stafford. Like, I don't think we could say, oh, you know, they were averaging at least 33, 34 points a game. Now they're only averaging 27, 28 points a game. Either way, that's still a lot of points. I don't, again, I don't think if that, I think that if that drops with Matthew Stafford this season, I don't think we count that. I don't think that's going to matter. Um, I know that there's people going to be basing it on that stuff, but I, I, I just don't see, statistics, you know, statistics like that. I don't think those types of statistics are going to matter. Um, I just think that, you know, it matters more, but, you know, and it just matters more how he gets the job done. And he, not only is Matthew Stafford going to agree with me by saying that, but also the head coaches. The front office would agree with me by saying that is that stat isn't going to matter. You know, if they're averaging 35 points a game, I'm just saying this as a random number. Let's just say they're averaging 35 points a game. Do you think Matthew Stafford or the or the Rams front office is going to give a damn that they're make that they're averaging 35 points a game if they're still losing? And if you're losing, if you if you score that many points a game anyway, there's definitely a problem. I'm I'm kind of getting sidetracked here, but I'm just saying that you, know, you you see what I'm getting at there. Like that doesn't that statistic isn't gonna matter if you're still losing the games because it's not success. You're still losing, but I'm just saying either way that would be a problem. Thirty five points a game, and you're still losing. That would be bad, and that's a defensive problem then. But anyway, I'm getting off track. I just kind of wanted to explain that. Uh, kind of, you know, I just thought that was an easy way to explain it. Um. But yeah, anyway, that statistic, it just don't matter. And so I, I don't think we could throw them off the bus, you know, throw them. I don't think we can toss them under the bus and say, hey, these these stats that they could see, seem to consistently do well and actually make every season, oh, these are going down. Like, no, like, that isn't realistic. Because again, if those stats aren't showing a positive way, like if they're showing a positive note, but they're still losing, then that's a problem. Then that's not good. But anyway, like, like I say to everything else, I'm going to have the link down in the description below for all of these articles. Let me know. I'm going to also link down my social media links. Let me know what you guys think about, you know, this article and everything else that we talk about. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Moving on, though, is the Buccaneers historic Super Bowl team is bringing with free agents now. Because I spent so much time talking about the last subject, I don't think I want to spend that much on this one. I, I do quickly want to say, though, you know, I, I don't think there's a whole lot to really discuss. I just want to quickly say, you know, I, I, what I, I brought this article with me for this pod, episode is because I wanted to say this. Look, the guys that are making this Buccaneer team unstoppable, right? The guys that are going into free agency, let's look. You've got Tom Brady, no, he's on a two-year contract, so no. You've got Gronk on there, Leonard Fournette, Brown, and Ryan suck up their field goal. Their their field goal kicker, you know, their kicker, my bad. All those guys, they're going on free agency. Now, 
let me say this. First, I want to discuss who I see coming back. I mean, I would like to see them all come back as it would make a lot of sense. But the guys I could for sure see coming back are Gronk and Leonard Fournette. And probably the kicker, too, because you need a kicker. And he didn't do anything bad, either. He didn't, It's not like he did anything to, you know, screw them over. Gronk, because of Brady, I think, that and, well, they like him, and he's already discussed coming back. And Leonard Fournette, he went off in the playoffs. I don't see why they would get rid of him. I did see an article, though, that they were so close to releasing him before his huge playoff burst. I didn't exactly read it to see why, but um, I was thinking about putting it in here, but I was like, eh, I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting. What if that would have happened? And then receiver Antonio Brown. I think also Antonio Brown is coming back because, and like I said, realistically, they're all going to come back. But if I had to guess who, probably these three. I mean, Antonio Brown, too, just because it keeps up the chemistry with Tom Brady. Brady, Brown, they both love each other. Brown has shown so much interest in playing with Brady still. In case you guys missed it, he goes through that whole tantrum thing with the Steelers. To come to, you know, just to get to New England to be with Brady. Because he wants, it was revealed they wanted to play with Brady. Well, then they release him after he gets hurt or whatever it was. And then they released him like week two, week three, one of those two. And then he's out for the whole rest of that year. Everyone's kind of questioning what's going to happen. But I just think it's a chemistry type of stint. Like, a you know, as far as chemistry goes and keeping the whole receiver core together, I think that would be a good way to bring them back. And then, like I said, realistically, all of them are going to come back, but um, I don't really think a kicker is really going to do you. I don't really think a kicker is that, you know, that, you know, isn't that high risk, isn't that much of a high risk to lose? Like, I don't, I don't think, I just think it doesn't matter so much that, you know, they might as well bring him back. Like, why not? He's a kicker. That and there ain't that many options anyway. Suckup's actually a pretty good kicker. But anyway, so all of those guys, you know, are pending free agents, as well as receiver Chris Godwin, linebacker Shaq Barrett and Levante David, and defensive tackle Dom Kong Su. Dom Kong Su. I think that they also would love to bring all these guys back. Like I said, it's going to be a money thing. I think that winning the Super Bowl, though, does help your odds. I think that the opportunity is brighter to potentially bring these guys back. I think that if you – I think you're definitely bringing back Godwin. I don't I don't foresee Godwin leaving, at least right not right now. I don't think, you know, it's the moment for him to leave. I think that they also bring back Shaq and Levante David. I don't know about Sue. He's always kind of been a guy to jump around teams. You know, he's he's, he's kind of been known as a guy to be with the team for one to two years and then kind of just dip again. Not because it's his fault, but because he gets traded, sometimes even released. I don't know about him, but I, I, I think that you're bringing back. I think that if I was the Buccaneers, I think you're bringing back Godwin, Barrett, and David. You know? Just for that depth and just to kind of keep that defense together, I think that if you continue to keep that defense, you're solid for a little while. 
You know, like I said, I don't know about tech about defensive tackle Dominic Sue. I I don't know about him. I know he's always like I said. I know he's, he's always been the guy to bounce around. He's not known to really be with the team that long. So I don't I don't know about this, but you know it's possible. But with twenty eight point thirty nine million dollars in camp space heading into twenty one season per over the cap, the Bucks have the eighth most cap space in the league, and they'll need it. So they're on the top eight teams. They're on the top eight teams with the most cap space in the league. And uh, yeah, so their goal is to repeat as Super Bowl champions, which would end the longest drought in between back-to-back winners in NFL history as it extends back to Brady's 2003, 2004 New England Patriots. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, Recently, obviously, with just the most recent team to do it this this past season, they once you know they make it to Super Bowl Fifty Four. They win against the Niners. You know they play an incredible another another incredible season twenty 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 one season. Make it back to fifty five, back to back appearances, but they win one, lose one, and now next thing you know, the Buccaneers are once again a potential back-to-back team after winning this one. Um, can they win two straight? If they do, that breaks the 2003-2004 Patriots record. Like they mentioned already, this is the longest drought that is known. But anyway, not much else on that. Again, let me know what you guys think about this down below. Next thing here is Saints released guard Nick Easton, saving nearly $6 million in cap space. I just kind of wanted to explain this because I previously talked about Drew Brees' contract, how they were, you know, how they renegotiated that, even though they don't know what's going on with him yet, to put, you know, to save a lot of cap space because also trying to prepare for the new extremely low cap that's going to be given to teams in 21. And then the final thing here today is NBA topic on SB Nation. You guys know I like to use it. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis and the Lakers know now know that they need to be careful with his Achilles injury. Although I don't know about this because after I put it up, I saw an I saw an article that said that Davis mentioned that his supposed Achilles injury isn't really an Achilles. So I'm not too sure. Obviously, a pretty Pretty big core piece to their offense. I really, you know, really, really big reason why they're successful. So I'm not really, I don't really know what else to talk about with that. But, um, hey guys, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Forklift Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. Like, as always, I'm going to have everything down below as well as the social media links. Let me know what you guys think about today's episode. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time.